Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 165. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back, my friends. It is two days after Thanksgiving. Did your digestive tract make it? (laughs) I say that with a big smile. Thanksgiving is a big day. It is filled with a lot, a lot of food, a lot of people, sometimes a lot of emotion, a lot of expectations. I'm glad you made it through it. And I do hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. So you're back. I'm back. And we're doing this thing called life together. You know, the highs, lows, wins, fails, and everything in between. And today we've got another episode to explore staying on or getting back on that road to an unstoppable life. But before that, a preview of what's coming up for December. More conversations with amazing souls, three of them to be specific, three women in my life who I'm so thankful for and can't wait to introduce you to them. One conversation is around creating peace and meditation. Another is a conversation around climbing mountains, physically and metaphorically. And the third is a conversation on loss and living through it during the holidays. Ultimately, the goal is to create more peace. And that's today's conversation as well, creating more peace and doing it in an unconventional way, meaning creating more understanding within you of who you are, how you function, some of the default or instinctive patterns that come up, that get played out time and time again. We're going to go one step deeper and actually talk about what happens before these emotions show up. And the emotions we're talking about are guilt, shame, and not enoughness. So the time between some type of stimulus, anything, and how you feel, what happens within our body? What happens that we cannot really describe adequately with words? That's what we're going to cover today. So I would describe it as an uneasiness or a restlessness, a discomfort, a feeling of not right, almost like a vibration in the body, this kind of baseline hum, this hum that you can't sit still, you can't relax, you can't get comfortable because the hum means stay in motion. And this vibration, it's loud enough to be noticeable. Like we feel it, we sense it, we, we are responding or reacting to it, but it's quiet enough that we're not thinking about it. We're not thinking about what's causing it. This vibration for many of us says, do something, get moving, find out what's missing, fix what isn't right, add to whatever's not good enough, make it better, keep working, work harder. It's the type of vibration that really says you haven't worked hard enough. You haven't earned this. Don't rest until this is better because it's not good enough. And then the emotions come in. The guilt for not getting it right, not working hard, not knowing. The shame for not being good enough, or at least believing we're not good enough. The unworthiness, and here's where the shoulds come in. We should have said no. We should have hired someone. We should have planned more. We should have, you could really insert anything and because ultimately it's just to beat ourselves up. <laughs> you can insert anything to beat ourselves up more. 
Why is this our topic today? Because I think there are many of us that walk around in a state of unease, a state of discomfort, without even being aware that it's there, without knowing where it comes from, and we simply react to it. We don't solve it. We just react to it. We try to make it go away, and we exhaust ourselves. We overwork to try and calm that feeling. We numb out with media, food, alcohol. We look to external things to shake it off, that feeling of not right. We just want it to go away. We just want to change how we feel. And we do more and more and more to quiet those emotions, to quiet the shame, the guilt, the unworthiness, to stop that sense of unease, meaning we work harder, we work longer, We quit, we start over, we quit, we start something else, we perseverate, we worry. That's another way to distract. At least it gets our mind off the unease. But all of this works against what we really want, which is peace and freedom, fulfillment and meaning and purpose. I'll tell you, peace isn't the absence of unease or discomfort because I've witnessed people in pain at the end of their life who had peace. I've witnessed horrific events that people indirectly or directly affected. They had peace. So it's easy to believe that peace exists when everything's perfect, when there aren't any negative things happening, but that isn't it at all. And those times are so rare in the human experience. It would be like having five minutes of peace every seven years. No thanks. Peace is all around us. Peace is an inside job. Peace has components, and here are what I think are the ingredients to it. One is awareness of the unease, awareness of the discomfort, the restlessness, the vibration, whatever you want to call it for you. Noticing that it's there. Noticing that you're doing things like cleaning the house, doing the laundry again, cleaning out the cupboards, whatever it is, instead of addressing the discomfort instead of recognizing the emotions that are there with it. So being aware is the first step. The next one is depersonalizing it and understanding that this is part of the high achiever experience. And many, many humans experience it. Many have a feeling of not being good enough. And that feeling is relentless. It's a constant hum, a constant vibration. Many of us try to make up for it by doing more, working harder, but I'd encourage you to depersonalize it. This is the human experience. This is not you. This is not me. This is something that our brains know how to do. And then the third step is speaking to the unease, which means speaking to yourself kindly, nicely, gently, tenderly. Things like, ah, not enoughness. Here you are again. Oh, the guilt, the guilt that's saying I should be doing more because I could be good. I could be doing more. I could be sharing more. Oh, the shame telling me I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love. Oh, you're here too. It is hard to be human. Like there are so many opportunities to feel bad on a daily basis to feel like the world is against us, to feel like we don't belong, and to 
bring up all the evidence on why it's true. We simply want to just speak to it. Ah, you're here. I see you. This is what's going on. This is what's happening. This is where the restlessness is coming from. Or this is what goes along with the restlessness. And the next step, the fourth step, is calming the unease. Again, this is the human experience. It's how it works. We have so many sensory inputs on a daily basis. Everything we see, we hear, we read, we share, every conversation with others, more and more sensory inputs. And we attach meanings to all of those inputs and we find fault in ourselves and we reinforce beliefs that we don't fit in or we should have done more, we should have done less of something. And all of it contributes to that vibration, that unease, that hum in the body that says don't relax. We take so much responsibility for everything around us and for fixing. <laughs> I laugh because even this weekend, I have, I've heard a problem or I've heard a question and I automatically want to jump in with the answer and the fix. And that's not my job anymore. I have to say, George, that is not your job. You laid yourself off from that job. In fact, you fired yourself from that job. We are imperfect people living in a world that is filled with injustice and filled with inequity. And it's hard to be human. We are one person with 24 hours in a day and more ideas than resources. And we have more than ourselves to take care of. And we're doing so much as it is. And yet we can see everything that's not being done or that's being done in an inadequate way. And all that sensory input, the unease, the vibration, and the associated guilt and shame. Ooh, it's hard to be human. We intentionally went back, back to what creates the unease, so that you really recognize, or at least you open up to the idea that it's happening within you, that you see it, you sense it. That's when life changes. Like you can get things on an intellectual level, but until they penetrate and get into the feeling part of you, the tender part of you, nothing changes. Our minds are wired to notice all the threats and all the insufficiency. And as high achievers, it's easy to own it and tell ourselves we should be doing more. But that's not the answer. At least in this moment, that's not the answer. That's not what is going to calm the unease. Here's what will. Offer yourself reassurance, as trite as it may sound in the moment. Like put your hand on your heart and say, I'm here. I'm one person. I care. I see that so much more that can be done. I have done what is mine to do. I am doing what is mine to do. The unease is not here to serve me. It's here to distract me from what's important. What will serve me is to celebrate what is and celebrate the people around me and celebrate how far we have come. What will serve me is to pause and notice all the beauty of this moment. You know, I've been reading a lot on gratitude and see a lot in the media about gratitude. 
And I believe that real gratitude occurs when we stop buying in to everything that's creating the unease so that we can free up our attention to notice what's right and what's good and what's special when we can see and hear the person with us. We had brunch with the parents of our son's significant other. And when I was planning for it, my mind wanted to do more and more and plan more and bake more and have more food choices. You can see the restlessness, the unease that was going on within me and how it became do more, do more, do more as a way to try and calm that unease, except it didn't work. (laughs) Ultimately, I bought into it for a little bit and then I realized, hey, what's going on? Oh, this is not enoughness. Or this is wondering, am I enough? Is this going to be enough? Are they going to be satisfied? Like trying to guess. How are they going to feel? How are they going to think about us? (laughs) Are they going to like us? Are they going to want to come back? Like that's the unease. Can I be myself? What are they going to think of us? Our home? What do they think of our son? (laughs) So many questions and none of it can I control. When I go back to the intention of the brunch and opportunity to get to know them, (laughs) I laugh at myself because it was so personal, right? All of my enoughness feels so personal and it's opposite of the intention of the the brunch. Get to know them, see what's important to them learn how they think and what they think about and what they're proud of and what they look forward to. The intention is to create a relationship that will support these two awesome humans who are intentionally growing their relationship. Because the four of us together as allies, we can do amazing things, can be an incredible foundation. The four of us have more ideas and resources than any two of us, And we also have the history to remind them of who they were, all the things that they have done right and who they are becoming. Because they're both undertaking a military commitment, their life will be difficult. It seems difficult now. It will be difficult in the future. They're going to be challenged individually and as a couple. And it's a life that we are familiar with and may be able to help with. The unease is always available and it's always ready to be turned up. Any given moment, any sensory input can touch on it and reignite it. It's kind of like the pilot light that's always on. It's ready to be turned on all the way. And it comes with guilt and shame and not enoughness. It is well-intentioned. Like the mind is wired this way for a reason. It's part of the survival mechanism. It keeps us in motion. It keeps us alert And in theory, it keeps us alive. But for a life of peace, meaning, purpose, fulfillment, we got to do better than that. We got to do better than reacting to that unease or restlessness. Like we can't live on a daily basis with it because we're not living on purpose. So it can become a beautiful thing. It can be a beautiful marker that guilt, shame, not enoughness, are right here, right with us. That that's what's happening so that we get back to reminding ourselves of who we are and what we're doing, what the intentions are, 
what we're working towards. We can get back to that space of saying, I am enough. I'm doing enough. I am worthy. I am loving and I am worthy of love too. The unease is not something to react to. What it's driving you to do, what it's telling you to do is simply misinformation. Like the programming is off. You don't need to do more. You don't need to react to it. In fact, it's time to do less. Simply examine what you're thinking, how you're thinking about something, and go to that space of intention, intentionally reminding yourself. So here are the steps for more peace, for more meaning, more purpose, more fulfillment in your life. Recognize the unease, that vibration, that restlessness, that subtle change to something's not right. And then remind yourself, this is part of the human experience. This happens to everyone. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't cause it. It's not your fault. It's simply there. And then speak to the unease. You're here. Ah, thank you. Thank you for reminding me that I am in a moment of feeling shame, feeling guilt, feeling unworthiness, or questioning my worthiness. And finally, speak to yourself tenderly. These are the fears of many humans. Not good enough, not worthy of love. You can speak to yourself tenderly. I'm here. I'm breathing. I'm worthy. I'm enough. And repeat it as many times as it takes to bring your resting heart rate down, to slow your thoughts down, to clear your mind, to be in an intentional space with a calm body. Here are the benefits. Scrolling mindlessly on social media, it's less appealing. Food, you won't need as much of it. And you're going to choose better. You're going to choose what's more nourishing. Probably going to choose a smaller portion because you don't want to be tired and full. Alcohol becomes intentional and likely a smaller quantity because there's nothing to numb. There's no restlessness to calm. There's no unease that you need to get away from. You've already done that. You've already freed yourself up to enjoy this moment this experience exactly as you are. A human who is good enough, a human who is doing enough, a human that is worthy of being loved exactly as you are. You've freed yourself up to see others for who they are and to build relationships of support. This stuff is difficult and that's why most people don't do it. Because it's easy to default to reactivity and blame and cover up or run away, or at least try, from those emotions that feel terrible. You know, the guilt, the shame, the I'm not worthy. But difficult is what we do. Difficult is the path to more freedom, more internal freedom, more external freedom, which means more fulfillment and living in alignment with your values with the purpose of your life. So this holiday season, I am wishing you so much ease because you've identified the unease, reminded yourself that it's part of the human experience, and you've spoken to yourself kindly. Happy holidays, my friends. 
I look forward to spending a beautiful December with you and creating more peace through seeing the beauty that is already present. I'll see you next week. Ciao.